growing, jobs coming back. I love that man. With all the opposition that he's got, he's doing things I didn't think could be done. I love him. Veterans love him. Everybody coming together and just supporting him. Keep going. Do not allow them to stop. We are finally rebuilding our country. We are finally putting America first. We've totally transformed veterans' health care, getting long-sought VA choice and VA accountability passed after 50 years. This guy saved me. Yeah. He saved me. Thanks to him. I'm here. You're the forgotten people no more. This state is home to some of the toughest men and strongest women ever to walk on the face of the earth. The unemployment rate here in South Carolina has fallen to 2.3%, the lowest rate in your state's history. We are- I don't know. Hey, you guys. That's why I haven't done the. <laughs> that's why I haven't done the live stream. I can't count on this internet around here. I've been, yeah, and I think that uh, I'm gonna have to get some more things to lock down my system because I'm thinking I'm having, uh, I'm getting kind of attacked. Anyway, that was quite something, wasn't that a beautiful video? That's one of his, um, one of his commercials. He says at the end, you know, I am Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Well, I approve it too. <laughs> Oh, and everybody's saying how much they love him. We just love him. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Oh, how I hope you guys are having a great day. We're going to have so much fun as always. I just appreciate y'all so much. And y'all are so, so sweet to me. Oh my goodness. Y'all make my mascara run. And uh, I just, it's just so great for us to be together, you know, because of just the same thing in my, you know, just so many people are still so asleep and, and, and maybe even people who love Trump, but don't realize what is really going on and the evil that we're taking down, that this is Armageddon and that this is the day. And, oh, and then, and then when I hear people, Christians who are saying Trump's no good, I'm just more than I can take, you know, anyway, so we are going to have so much fun today. Um, this is our wonderful friends in Afghanistan dancing. Let's dance with them. It was against the rules. It was against the Taliban's rules to dance. And they're like, okay, the Taliban's gone, let's dance. <laughs> let's have a dance right now. And they immediately are dancing everywhere. So happy to be free from these people. A lot of them, they haven't been, you know, they've been under sequestration. They couldn't go anywhere and uh, do anything they wanted to do. Oh, they've been set free. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, we're not going to have a war with North Korea. We're not going to have a war with Russia. We're not having a war with Syria. We're not having a war with, you know, against the Taliban. All of this is ceasing. That's what the Bible says would happen. I'm going to, I'm actually, I'm going to get ahead of myself because this is what it says. Come behold the works of the Lord. Psalm 46, who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the the bow and cuts the spear in two and burns the chariots with fire. See striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That's what's happening. This is happening right now. There's been wars and rumors of wars, but these are ceasing. 
isn't this beautiful? Now you've got to hear you if just in case you didn't hear uh, uh, Secretary of State Pompeo uh, speaking at, after the signing of the peace deal with the Taliban. This is amazing. We've been over there for 20 years. Okay, let me let him tell you. Oh, anyway, welcome. In case you're new here, I'm Melissa Red Pill of the World. We look at the Q posts and the current events in the light of God's word. And uh, it's biblical. It is no doubt biblical. What a great day. Check, check it out. Today we have taken a decisive step toward peace. Real peace in Afghanistan. Just as any worthy journey begins, it is a first step. Nearly 19 years ago, America embarked on a noble mission to mightily pursue the terrorist perpetrators of September 11th attacks and their evil supporters, and to prevent such a heinous attack from ever happening again. We've achieved great things. We've ensured Afghanistan isn't a haven for terrorists who can attack us, and we have bettered the lives of Afghan people, for which we are very proud. Today, political debate in Afghanistan is free and vigorous. Today, more than 9 million students are enrolled in school. 39% of them are girls. Today, more than 57% of Afghans have access to basic health care, compared to just 9% in 2002. And Al-Qaeda? Al-Qaeda today is a shadow of its former self. We have decimated its leadership. And now, have the Taliban agreeing that Al-Qaeda must never again find safe haven in Afghanistan. But just as Afghanistan today isn't the Afghanistan of 2001, the world of 2020 isn't the world of 2001 either. Today, the United States faces national security challenges that weren't even imagined a few years ago, from Iran, from China, from Russia, and elsewhere. President Trump has recognized this new reality, he also saw that our sacrifices and gains in Afghanistan and realized the hard truth that a comprehensive, inclusive, durable peace could only be secured by the Afghan people themselves. Right. He's not trying to be the dictator of the world. And uh, on his Twitter, Twitter, which I recommend that you look at every tweet, every tweet. And when people say they wish he wouldn't tweet, I'm like, you people are crazy. <laughs> People, this is how he get, uh, surpasses you know, the the fake news, the fake mainstream media. Um, okay, so he said that eight thousand. They were going to leave eight thousand there. I think is 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 what. So everybody's coming, and and, and he said uh, when he was uh, speaking at the um, at the the news conference about the the coronavirus, he was saying that um, uh, that starting. They're like, when does that start? He said today. That's when that, you know, it's already started. All right, so I want you to see at the end, oh, he quotes scripture. He, he's, he quotes First uh, Peter chapter 3, which is actually an Old Testament verse. So check that. It's a vicious enemy. Many of you wear black and silver bracelets in tribute to your brothers and sisters who died so that your countrymen might live in peace and security. We will not squander what they and you have won through blood, sweat, and tears. You've kept America safe alongside our allies and Afghan partners. You've helped give the people of Afghanistan this opportunity for a brighter future. Second, to our NATO allies and other coalition partners who have sacrificed right alongside of us. We will continue to look to you and to all countries which support these agreements to help maintain this nascent peace. 
in other words, Norway or Australia or Japan or any of our other valued friends and partners, we know you share our cautious hope. To Afghanistan's neighbors, including Pakistan, we thank you for your efforts in helping reach these historic agreements and make clear our expectation that you will continue to do your part to promote a peaceful and prosperous Afghanistan so that the country and region can reap the benefits of lasting peace. And to the Afghan people, this is your moment. Wars have tortured your country since 1979. No more violence. No more chaos. Listen. Listen to the voices of all, young and old, men and women, from every region, from every tribe, from every ethnicity, and from every religion. Factions will undoubtedly emerge that want to spoil our good work. We must call them out and reject their schemes for discord. In other words, the New World Order. People who are the, the, resist the resistance movement with the secret societies. We know that now. It's not about the people of Afghanistan or Iran or North Korea or anywhere else. It's not just regular people like you and me. It's those who are part of this, this secret cabal who intentionally foment war and proxy wars and make money off of that and, and, and love all this unrest. And, uh, and that's how they control, have, have in the past controlled the world. And that's over. It's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. So if, you, if you're not aware of that, that's, that's really what you learn on qmap.pubpub, okay? And uh, you learn really who's our real enemy, which is, of course, the mainstream media, which helps to promote that and to, and to control that narrative. But we're the news now. People are not listening to the, but more and more and more people are turning off the fake news, which is great. I think this whole Corona baloney, which not to say that it's not a, a serious problem. Don't, don't get me wrong, but this whole thing where they're trying to get everyone ginned up to, to be afraid and all that. I think that a lot of people are just after this, like, I can't, I can't risk my emotional well being by listening to these people. But anyway, that's another story. But so listen to the, at the very end, he quotes scripture. I'll close by urging all parties to heed the wisdom of the pursuit of peace that's found in scripture. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Today we've sought peace. We will continue to pursue it. Thank you, and I'm happy to take a few questions. Awesome. What a wonderful, what a, what a wonderful thing. <laughs> Just amazing. Here, this passage that he read was from, uh, is quoted in 1 Peter chapter 3, the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit or speaking lies. I love how he, the, the version he read was very clear. No more lies, no more deceit, no more trickery, no more guile, okay? Must uh, keep his tongue from that. He must turn away from evil and do good. And, and there's always, we know that. From every tweet that we do, the pres reading the president's tweets, from everything we try to post, there's always a naysayer. And I try so hard to, to, to get rid of the trolls on my channel, but they're, they're just like everywhere. But there's always someone who's going to try to say that this is, we don't want peace. 
I even had someone the other day like, then you know God's angry with them for trying to make peace in Israel. I'm like, you people, stop. Anyway, turn away from evil. Do good. Do good. Seek peace. Pursue it. Run at pursue is to chase after let's make peace. Let's find a way to make peace. Let's pursue peace. Does that mean at any cost? Of course not. That's why we're in this battle to we're pursuing peace by take by stopping the evil. Right? That's how we that's how we make peace. Not by saying acquiescing and saying, Oh, you guys can treat us any which way you want to, and we're not gonna speak truth. No. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. The Lord is the Prince of Peace, but he's against those who do, do evil. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. And um, yeah, that from Psalm 46, he makes wars cease. And that's definitely worthy of our dances, our dancing. Now, um, you guys... I know we've read this before. I think it's just such a great passage. We should read it all the time, especially because so much of what we what we're need to do until this war is over, and uh, especially until this this uh, the election is stand. They're going to try to knock us down. They're trying to try to divide us. They're trying to trying to freak us out. Someone posted on uh, I don't even know where. It's saying, you know, just be prepared. This They're going to pull out all the stops until the election. And so I think that the other day when he was talking about the storm and about how um, to be prepared for the storm. Now, I really think it was not so much about the arrests that, that we are all just like chomping at the bit for. It's more of all these things that are going to happen that they're going to have to counter move when he brings peace in, and it stops the war in Afghanistan with the Taliban. They can't use the Taliban anymore. What's going to be their response to that? When you know, what I'm saying, and everything they have to do of some counter move in this silent war that people don't realize is a war going on for the control of the of the world. You know, that's that's the that's what we have to be able to stand up against their counter moves. Okay, and. It, I know we're all just like, even the littlest thing, we're like, that means the rest. <laughs> you know, anyway. And we did see, thankfully, the Weinstein, you know, that is done. So, um, you know, everything that he's doing to remove their, their, their grip, their stranglehold, and it's just like layer after layer after layer after layer after layer. They never thought in the world that anyone would be able to remove all those layers. Like, not a great analogy, but like the pixie sticks, he's having to remove one and then another and another very, very gingerly, very carefully. And um, yeah, so that's, you know, who knows what the next thing might be? Who knows? I don't know. But this is what, this is our, this is our response to that. Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Okay. Our, we draw on his power moment by moment by moment. Okay. And that's why we don't continually go back and feed on any of this negative doom and gloom stuff. We feed on positive, constant faith. Okay. Uh, type, type messages. We, even though we look at, we look at the truth of what's going on. I'm not Pollyanna pretending like, you know, the different things aren't going on, but we look at it in the light of God's word. And that's the whole point of the freedom force battalion. So that's, and our job is to go and to speak 
hope and to speak truth and wherever we go, right? Uh, on the internet or in our families or in our community, wherever. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. These are schemes. And that's what these wonderful people out I was talking about in the last video, they have stood. They have stood in the, in, in, uh, when they saw these schemes going on at Facebook or uh, uh, Google or uh, ABC or wherever, they stood up and they said they called it out and they knew they were, they were going to lose their job over it. It's just so amazing. What an you know, amazing people. Some lo have lost their lives over it. Oh, by the way, I wonder, I hope I could be wrong and I hope I'm not wrong. I hope Phil Haney went under witness protection. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? We, after this is all over, we see Phil Haney's A-OK. -okay, you know, and, and, and we saw that kind of with Q talking about Nate Kane, that, that, that the reason for this, uh, the FBI and all that going on, that was to protect him, that he no longer has that thumb drive, you know, in his possession or, or SD card, whatever it was. He, you know, they're in control. Patriots are in control. So I just, I just, I just hope think maybe he's just somewhere safe. We'll see. Um, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against the people who are even the trolls. It's not against people who are lying. It's not against, it's not against them. We've got, you know, it's not against our family members. It's not against people who are in, in, who are brainwashed. Okay. And that can take away your frustration and your anger with them. Recognize that they are under the power of this brainwashing, okay? That really helps you to take away the, the anger, okay? So we can't operate out of anger, okay? I, I operate out of wisdom and understanding, okay? So this, uh, that's why he's saying this. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not. This is the spiritual battle going on. It's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. There are spiritual forces, and there are those who have literally taken on these, you know, just as we are in, filled with the Holy Spirit, they are filled with the evil spirit and they have power from that. I'm going to read to you in the, in the end. Uh, I'm going to talk, show you some stuff from Jasher where it talks about Nimrod and getting this power and whatever. And I'm going to show you about that as well as some really cool Trump codes that I found out from some, uh, someone who shared that on my, on my, uh, in the comment section, which so I, I read as, as much as I can, I read every comment on the, on the YouTube, uh, channel. I, I will say I'm not as good about answering tweets. I'm just not, I'm not as good at, at that. So I, but I try so hard on my YouTube channel to, to read every comment and get rid of the troll comments. Anyway, so we're fighting. That's what our, our struggle is against the spiritual forces. And that's where prayer, when, as we pray, and as we, of course, we're praying together in our channel, this is strong force. That's a strong force. And I do think that our channel has been uh, squashed more than many because of maybe for that reason, because the, the truth is so powerful. The truth in the word of God and the prayer is so powerful. So continue to pray together and um, with here, don't turn off before we pray together. Remember that that is such a huge, uh, powerful thing to, to, to tear down the evil forces. Think of the, the Wizard of Oz and the witch. She's like, I'm melting. You know, whenever we pray, that the, the they just stop. They just, it has to stop. They just, just see a friend of mine coming to my house. Her her husband is sick. So hang on real quick. I'll be, I'll be back. You won't even notice I'm gone. <laughs> hang on. All right, I'm back. All right, so, but what I was saying before is that when we have 
these, when we recognize our, who our true enemy is, this is huge. This is monumental what we're fighting, right? But we have the power from the Lord to fight in this battle. Okay. That's, that's what the, really the Q army is. We don't fight with regular weapons with guns we fight with the, the power of the lord what like it said at the very beginning finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power that's his power the power of of prayer and let's let's, let's read prayer is one of the parts of the armor okay so put on this full armor not just one or two pieces we got to have the whole thing so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you've having having done everything to stand so this is the point is we we're, how are we going to be able to stand when we get, you know, news that's scary or, you know, you know, they try to freak us out. They're doing everything in the world to freak us out and to cause us to stand, to not stand, to knock us down. Right. So that we keep this armor on. So this day of evil, this is their day of evil. They're doing evil in the earth. They're trying to foment evil. They're trying to bring about deception and all that. So, so stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your belt, around your waist. And uh, what I've always thought about, you know, the, the word of God is truth. No doubt, no doubt. But what we, we are now understanding the word of God in the light of what all we've learned. And we now know the word of God more because we understand who the beast is. We understand what the battle of Armageddon is. We understand what they've been doing. This evil, this B-A-A-L worship that they've been doing. This is the truth that is with the great awakening that is dawned on us what's really been going on and how they had kept that that real that fullness of truth away from us, kept us in the dark on this. So uh, with the belt of and also that they try to keep us separated from each other. The truth is that that it's um that we have believers all over the world, you know, even though we might have some difference of opinion on different things, you know, we've we're not, our enemy is not each other. What huge truth that is, right? So that's buckled around our waist. That's holding our pants up, holding us together, holding our outfit on so that we are, we're, our clothing stays on because we've got this belt of truth. This is what keeps us clothed and not you know, making a shame with the breastplate of righteousness in place. This is this, when you do what's right, you feel right. You feel good. You feel when you do what's righteous, it's right. And you, you feel good about yourself, your life, your purpose. You feel good of even, even these people we're talking about when they, when they expose the truth about Google or, or Facebook, they just felt this weight come off of them. So be careful to do what is right. Not only in, you know, you know, in your, own life but in the in the anyway bottom line the lord sees everything as it says the lord sees it all wasn't that what we just read for the eyes of the lord are toward the righteous and his ears attend to their prayer his so he sees those who do right he is he's he's his eyes are toward are toward us he sees it all but his eyes his eyes of grace are toward those who do what is right and when and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So, what is this? We, you know, uh, your shoes are like wherever you go, wherever you go, you know, out into your workplace or your community or wherever you go on Twitter, on social media, you are bringing 
peace, the gospel, the good news, gospel means good news, this good news of, of peace, of that the Lord is bringing peace to the world, the, that, um, that we are working righteousness in the world. You know, that's what we do is everywhere we go. What does that mean about the feet? Or, you know, you got your shoes on so you wear for wherever you go, okay? Um, that this, that's our, our, whole, our whole focus with everywhere we go, every word we say, everything that we do. In addition to all this, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. I talked to the kids about this. Put your shield up because if you don't have your shield of faith, the faith that says the Lord is good, the Lord loves us. He bought us with his own blood on the cross. He bought all of humanity. So we're the, we're the victors over, over the dark side, right? This faith that we know this is true it stops all these flaming lies and arrows and the, and the evil things that they say and do, it stops it. So it doesn't hit you. It doesn't pierce you because those arrows are fiery and they will burn and sting. Okay. So keep your shield of faith up. Lord, I trust you. I trust you and I trust your plan. Right. So um, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. So the helmet of salvation protects your mind. The, the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. So we put on this helmet that Lord direct my mind. You, like that guy said, he saved me. The Lord saves us. He, he guides our mind on what to, what to think. The battle starts there. You, if you get hit in the battle, your head gets chopped off or you get your, he knocked in the head, you're done. Okay, you're out of the battle. So you've got to fight there first is with your mind and, and, and take, take control of your thoughts by this power of God's spirit. Okay, and which is um, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I don't have a, you know, my Bible is right here on my phone. So the word of God is what we fight with. We know what's the truth. And that's what's so exciting. You know, like when I was just reading to you guys, I'm going to plug my phone back in. Um, when I'm reading to you these passages and he and he's quoting these passages from from psalm and from the from first peter wherever this is what keeps us strong this is what makes us strong in the lord and in his mighty power is the word of god the sword of the spirit that's how we do battle no the lord said this this is what the lord said this and he said and this is why it's so important to know the word of god and that's why i was going to bring up about my scripture songs you know i it's not it's not a coincidence that the Lord has revealed these things to me specifically in the book of revelation and how this is the day of Armageddon and the, the, all this evil stuff they've done to us is the tribulation and that we are casting out this beast who's controlled the world and we're kicking out the false prophets who've infiltrated the church and the schools and all that. It's not coincidence that the Lord taught has, has revealed this to me because I'm in the word so much. And I know the word so much because of having it memorized. And these are my scripture songs. I have, you know, all these scripture songs on I want to sing.net slash ecom ECC. I'm sorry. E C O M M Z. This is where you've got everything, <laughs> not everything, but the word of God dwelling in you richly. So you've got, it's not just, I know a verse is in the Bible about this or that it's actually in you and you it's, it's memorized. That's what the Israelites did for all their lives. They, they sang the Psalms. My sister Debbie and I remember that Debbie, we went to the, uh, uh, the, 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 on the ship, we went on a cruise this past summer and on the cruise ship, they had a, a, a Jewish worship service. So we went and all of it was in 
um, in Hebrew, and specifically they sang all of the Psalms in Hebrew. That's what makes it so great because it's in you. It's in you. All right. So yeah, check those out. These are at cost at $5 a piece. So just let me know and I will ship them to y'all, you know, try to work out, you know, how to get these to you. Like one lady was wanting them for her study school class. Just let me know. And I will, I will make this happen. Okay. Cause it's so important for us to have the word dwelling in us richly. All right. So then he says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Don't worry about it being being um, uh, the right words or the right way to say it. Just speak in your from what the Lord puts in your heart of what what is, is concerning you. You make that request to Him. And someone said this, and it was so good. They said uh, that you know we don't all pray alike that's okay it's 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 like a beautiful symphony it's a beautiful symphony making this melody now it's not you know uh, this beautiful song going up to the lord about what we want he's he knows that this is we want this bad he knows that um so we pray in the spirit so in, what does it mean by praying in the spirit um and in the the modern church has really gone off on a way off on a tangent on that because the the, the 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 speaking in tongues is about speaking in different languages just like if you were able to had the gift of speaking in chinese or speaking in in hebrew or whatever that but the but praying in the spirit is where it's not just some rote verse that you're reading just a, just a dead dry religion and you're just reading a bunch of stuff and you think well okay because i read that thing and that's where god's going to answer because i read that thing now it's 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 from your spirit connecting with the holy spirit of god that you are this is this is the, the relationship between you and him and that's what he wants us to it's about relationship with him not about some magic potion or magic words okay uh, and pray in the spirit with all this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Again, I thank you guys so much for praying for me and we're praying for, for everyone who's in this movement, aren't we? Such a great day to see God touching so many people and raising them up so they can stand in this evil day, in this evil. And we say it's, a, it's when the day of evil comes, but it's because we're, we're, we're freaking out. The bad guys could they realize we're on to their game. And that's why it's they're 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 pulling out all the stops. All right. So did you guys see this? These swarms someone else posted this on my community page that these swarms of locusts <laughs> muted. But these locusts are in Yemen. And I had no idea. No idea this was a good thing. A valuable source of nutrition for those on the brink of famine. Oh my goodness, they're gonna eat them. A bag of locusts, which normally sells for 70, can sell now for $12. Whoever thought about going to buy a bag of locusts? <laughs> yeah, the locusts are a gift from God for the Yemenis to eat. Okay, because it's meat. Uh, yeah, Esther said 10 million Yemenis require food assistance, but not now. Yeah, okay. 
give thanks in all circumstances. <laughs> there you go. I thank you for that comment. I would just never in the world would have imagined that. All right, so let's go on to the next thing. All right, so this was, uh, you've got to listen to Giuliani's uh, video about where he's talking with this man. I don't remember this guy's name, but he is giving the details about how they have stolen 5.3 billion dollars and so what do you do when you have 5.3 billion dollars you've got to say what you're using it for and it's you can't say you know I, we gave it to you know all these different people which is what they really did but they made a list of, of uh you know all these parties and they did a study on self-confidence and it's just such baloney the whole thing is absolute baloney but yeah he goes into all this detail and he's he's um wanting to get this before to the American people, so um, to the American government, and they're using Giuliani to help get that to pierce through there so that they can um, uh, get the details. Some, some of the details are in, are held in America, and they're like, we're not giving that to you because you don't have any authority over us. Well, that's why we have to have good godly judges who will say, no, you have to give them the information that they, that they need so that they can, uh, find these people guilty okay so that's it we have to work together to get all of the details that they have been trying so hard to hide so he goes into all this so i really encourage you to be, to be on his on his channel i'm on there and subscribe my little bell is wrong make sure your bell on here is wrong too and that um that we are um aware of what's going on he's doing such a great job in his his show it's uh on the youtube channel rudy W period Giuliani and uh, spell that G I U L I A N I. Okay, it's kind of not an easy word to spell. And his name of his show is Common Sense, just like the old days of uh, Thomas Paine in the Revolutionary War. So make sure that you like and share and your bell is rung. Okay, let's make sure of that right quick before we get get on to the passages in Jasher. You're gonna flip when you read some when you hear some of this. I've told you guys to read it. I'm thinking a bunch of you haven't, so I'm gonna read some of this to you. And this is my book, um, Q and On and a Thousand Years of Peace. If you want to really understand what the Book of Revelation is about, you can get this online for 99 cents. That's as cheap as I can put it on there. Y'all know I'm not trying to do this for you know to, as a to make money i'm just trying to get truth out there and when i'm, I'm like i'm going to use amazon against themselves um to to get the truth out about what this great awakening is all about i also have one called uh the revelation revealed they're all by red pill of the world and so if you have some people you want to get that for or share that with and you don't want it to have the word QAnon, it's it's the same book it's just called revelation revealed so don't forget about that all right as well as the scripture songs i want to sing.net all right, um, this is the book of Jasher, and I've just, I was listening to it um, as I was, uh, I was working on some things at my house, and because uh, I like to listen to the news, and I love to listen to, like, to President Trump, I listen so much, I love to listen to Pompeo on this wonderful peace treaty, but I've got to hear again, being, having the word of God dwelling in me richly. And so he's like, yes, since it's the Lord's day, let's go ahead and share with them what are some snippets from the book of Jasher that you know the story from the book of Genesis, but these little snippets are not in the book of Genesis. And I'm going to tell you the first story, the first little snippet is what was the real conversation between Cain, which we talk about a lot in the Q movement, right? And Abel. 
this is the beginning of this evil. The very first murder was Cain killing his brother Abel. So I'm going to read to you the snippet of the, the argument they got into and what caused Cain to blow his top and kill his brother because it's not, that's not recorded in the book of Genesis. Okay, so this is in Jasher chapter one. It was at the expiration of a few years that they brought an approximating offering to the Lord and Cain brought from the fruit of the ground. He brought pears and lemons and whatever, a bunch of fruit. And Abel brought from the firstlings of his flock from the fat thereof. And God turned and inclined to Abel and his offering and fire came down from the Lord from heaven and consumed it. And unto Cain and his offering, the Lord did not turn and he did not incline to it for he had brought from the inferior fruit of the ground before the Lord. And Cain was jealous against his brother Abel on account of this, and he sought a pretext. He sought a reason to slay him. All right, so why? Why are the, is the firstlings of the, the, the fat, uh, this firstlings of his flock, better than the, than the fruit? And it's, it goes back to, and I'm going to read you a, a snippet of the, the, the clothing that the Lord made for Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, they, because of their sin, the Lord killed a lamb and took the took the the skins and covered them with the skins nothing had ever died before so now they every day would put on the skin of this animal and realize that they were they had to wear the, this animal's clothing because of their sin every day their outfit was was a was a reminder of that lamb that had to die because of their sin Okay, and that's the whole point of him bringing the firstlings of his flock from the, the fat thereof, as it says in verse 15. It's not about, oh, I can grow this and I can do that, and my works, you know, are this is good, good enough for God. And it's no, no, uh, Abel recognized the necessity of the, the blood sacrifice that, that, that someone had to die in his place, just like we recognize that our Lord Jesus died in our place. We recognize that he died so and, and covers our sin uh, by with his righteousness. That's just we recognize that, and this is what is a is a is a well is a pleasing sacrifice to the Lord when we give thanks to the Lord for what He did for us. Okay, we always stand in recognition of that. That's what we always say in, the, in Jesus' name because we recognize that we can't even approach God. We can't pray except we recognize that our sin has got to be covered by the blood of Christ. All right. So now he's mad because God took the fire, you know, uh, like, like sent a lightning bolt and burned up the offering. And it was a, you know, like it started a barbecue. Right. And, and that he didn't do that with the fruit. The fruit just sat there and rotted. And the same thing, when we think that we stand before God in and of our own works, that is just rots. <laughs> it just, it makes it, it, everything's rotten. That's a rotting. It, it doesn't bring life. It doesn't bring a sweet smelling barbecue, right? Okay. And then that's in some time after Cain and Abel, his brother went one day into the field to do their work. So he's still seething about this, looking for an opportunity. And they were brought both in the field, Cain tilling and plowing his ground and Abel feeding his flock. And the flock passed that part, which Cain had plowed in the ground and it sorely grieved Cain on his account. So they've got, he's got some, uh, some, some stuff in the ground and it's maybe the, the animals trampled, trampled on it. Okay. And which is not cool. Okay. But Cain approached his brother, Abel in anger. He said to him, where is, what is there between you, me and thee, you and me, that thou come to dwell and bring thy flock to feed in my land? 
this is my area. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Right? So he started, he's getting all mad about it. And Abel answered his brother Cain and said unto him, well, what is there between me and you that you eat the flesh of my flock and clothe yourself with their wool? It looks like you're wearing some of their wool. And it looks like you've been eating some of their, their you know, some of the, their food. <laughs> so they, they're having this, this brotherly argument. Yeah, people get in an argument, but that don't mean you have to kill them. Right now, therefore, put off the wool of my sheep, which you have clothed yourself and recompense or and recompense me for their fruit and flesh, which you've eaten. And when you have do that, I'll go from your land, as you have said. Pay me back for what, you know, what I what, uh, what I've done for you with my sheep. So Cain said to his brother Abel, surely if I kill you this day, who will require your blood from me? Who's going to say anything? I'd kill you. I can kill you right now. Who's going to say anything? And Abel answered Cain, saying, Surely God, who has made us in the earth, he will avenge my cause, and he will require my blood from you should you slay me. You, you kill me, you're going to be in trouble with God. You're going to be in big trouble with God. He sees it all. Because Cain, well, Abel is always in recognition that the Lord sees everything, just like we were talking about earlier. For the Lord is the judge and arbiter, and it is he who will requite man according to his evil. In other words, he's, he's the judge between two people. He's the one who, who, who knows who's right and who's wrong, who's in the right and who's in the wrong. It is he who will requite man according to his evil. He's going to pay back people who do evil. Oh, boy. Cain did not like that. He did not like any of that. And the wicked man according to the wickedness that he may do upon the earth. The Lord sees it all. Abel, yeah. Uh, now, if you should slay me here, surely God knows your secret views and will judge thee for the evil which thou dost, didst declare to do to be to this day. He sees it all. He hears it all. Nothing is hidden before him. And when Cain heard these words, which Abel, his brother, had spoken, behold, the anger of Cain was kindled against his brother Abel for declaring this thing. Kindled, like kindling in a fire. It just stoked that anger was already there, and it didn't take anything much just to go ba-boom, and he goes crazy on him he goes crazy Cain goes crazy on Abel and Cain hastened hurried and rose up and took the iron part of his plow instrument he was he was plowing the field he literally took that plow he's like here you go bam and with it he suddenly smote his brother and slew him he went off and Cain spilt the brother the blood of his brother Abel upon the earth and the blood of Abel streamed upon the earth before the flock he lost it lost control and after this Cain repented having slain his brother he's like it's too but it's too late he can't repent now I mean it's too late it's too late it's done he repented because he was like oh, I didn't mean to kill him well he did not have control of his anger and then you're going to know that it's not true heartfelt repentance because of what happens next and he was sadly grieved and he wept over him and it vexed him exceedingly oh no I'm like I didn't mean to kill him now he's dead he couldn't do anything so he rose up and dug a hole in the field where he wherein he put his brother's body and he turned the dust over it and the Lord knew what Cain had done to his brother of course and the Lord appeared to Cain and said to him where's your brother that uh, where's Abel your brother that was with thee well, where's where's Abel in that funny the Lord asked that question and Cain dissembled, I think he budged, okay, and said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Is it my, is it my, am I responsible to keep up with him? And the Lord said, I cannot believe he would be speaking to the Lord like that. I mean, what, what should he do? He should say, I, I, I got angry and I messed up terribly. I, and I, I got so angry and I killed him and I'm so, 
please forgive me. I mean, that's what he should do, but he just has to double down and lie about it. Um, he says, what have you done? Same thing he asked Adam and Eve, remember? What have you done? Just by the way, my dog, when I say, what have you done? He hates it when I say that. Like if you tear something up, the voice of your brother's blood cries unto me from the ground where thou hast slain him. The blood of Abel cries from the ground. It's uh, it's crying, he killed me. <laughs> he took up the thing and killed me. For thou hast slain my brother and hast dissembled before me and didst imagine in your heart that I didn't see it, nor knew all thy actions. But thou hast thou did this thing and did slay thy brother for nothing, for nothing. And, and because he spoke rightly to you, he told you the truth and you had, you wanted to kill him for it. And now therefore cursed be you from this, the ground, which opened its mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. And wherefore you did bury him the very ground that you are hiding him. You hide your sin. That's that, that's the very ground that's going to not going to grow food for you. And it shall be that when you till it, it will no more give thee its strength as in the beginning for thorns and thistles shall be, shall the ground produce and thou shalt be moving and wandering in the earth until the day of thy death. So that then the, he went from the presence of the Lord. So that is really cool because it gives Jasher gives you much more detail than the book of Genesis does. Okay. I'm not trying to diss Genesis. It just doesn't give you some of this detail. And so later on, Oh goodness, I need to find this portion, but the story it goes, I think is in Jasher seven eight it it shows that the bro the, the their, his son and his grandson were out hunting they saw something moving and they thought it was it was uh, oh, an animal it turned out it was cane and they ended up killing their own grandfather that's not in the book of genesis either that's how cain got killed it wasn't intentional they didn't do it on purpose but yeah there's no getting out of the judgment of god except by the blood of christ all right, so then look at this in, um, okay, the story of Enoch. Enoch was um, a, a really great man. He was speaking, he was teaching the truth to the people. And look at this in verse six. He ordered it, it, it he, he had actually been st staying by himself because I guess, I don't know, he couldn't t take some of the of the evil that was going on. Let me, I'll read you that portion. Enoch rose and according to the word of the Lord, went forth from his house, from his place, and from the chamber in which he was concealed. Okay, maybe back up. Um, rise, go forth from your house, from the place which the, let me back up. <laughs> anyway, okay, here we go. In verse two, I'm trying not to read the whole thing. Anyway, the soul of Enoch was wrapped up in the instruction of the Lord in knowledge and in understanding, and he wisely retired from the sons of men and secreted himself from them for many days. So he's like, I just, he's like, I don't want to see all this, and I just want to spend time you know, in peace and quiet and not have to hear all the baloney, right? All the, all the striving and the, and the, and the arguing. So the Lord comes to him. He says, he says, here I am. He says, rise from your house from, and, and from the place where you did hide yourself and appear to the sons of men in order that you may teach them the way in which they should go and work, which they have much accomplished to enter the ways of God. So you, you can spend time here, but you've got to go and, and teach them the truth. Okay. Like, okay, okay. So now he, so he, he ordered it to be proclaimed in all places where the sons of men dwell. Where is the man who wishes to know the ways of the Lord and good works? Let him come to Enoch. So he's sending out a proclamation. If anybody wants to hear the word of the Lord, come and I will tell you. He's not, actually, he's not going out in the streets. Everybody listen to me. He's like, if anybody wants to know, come here and I will tell you. Come to me. 
And that's, yeah, because he's, he's not trying to beat him over the head with it. He wants to know if someone's really, truly willing and, and desirous to know. Okay. So he did that. And uh, for, then it's time. I'm going to fast forward to where it's time for him to pass. It's time. Okay. So he's going to, he's going to be, he's the man who was taken up before the Lord. This is so cool. And this is in the book of Genesis, but hang on real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Here's what I wanted to tell you in verse 26. It's now the time for the Lord to take him up. And he, he's already been told that this would happen one day. And he told them, he didn't know the day of his, that he would leave them, but that one day that the Lord was going to take him in a very unusual way. Okay. So he, um, he, uh, verse 26, he taught them wisdom and knowledge and gave them instruction and he reproved them and in other words, corrected them. And he placed before them statutes and judgments to do upon the earth. And he made peace amongst them. So if there was a quarrel, he was sorted out and he would, he taught them everlasting life and dwelled with them sometime teaching them all these things. And at that time, the sons of men were with Enoch and Enoch was speaking to them and they lifted up their eyes and the likeness of a great horse descended from heaven and the horse paced in the air. Look at that. What a, what a great, cool vision that is. Now, uh, there, is a, there is a constellation called Pegasus. It's a flying horse. And it's, it's a, you know, this, is, this is a picture of, of what happened with Enoch. Okay. Um, the horse paced in the air and they told Enoch what they had seen. And Enoch said to them, on my account, does this horse descend upon earth? The time has come when I must go from you and I shall be no more be seen by you. And the horse descended at that time and stood before Enoch and all the sons of men that were with Enoch saw him. And Enoch then again ordered a voice to be proclaimed saying, where is the man who delights to know the ways that the Lord is God? Let him come this day to Enoch before he is taken from us. He's about to leave. If you want to see him, you better come now. Okay. Verse 31. And all the sons of men assembled and came to Enoch that day. And all the kings of the earth with their princes and counselors remained with him that day. And Enoch then taught the sons of men wisdom and knowledge and gave them divine instruction. And he bade them serve the Lord and walk in his ways all the days of their lives. And he continued to make peace amongst them. And it was after this that he rose up and rode upon the horse and he went forth. And all the sons of men went after him, about 800,000 men. And they went with him. 800,000 men. That's crazy. They went with him one day's journey. Okay, let me back up. Um, if you want to know what each of the constellations means in the biblical astronomy, it's biblical astronomy, just like the wise men knew the signs in the heavens. I have a video uh, called this in the signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And you can see uh, there, it, it explains what each of the names of each of the stars that make up the constellations means what the names are. And so that helps you determine, oh, this is a horse and this is a lion and this is whatever. Okay. Anyway, so just wanted you to be aware that's super cool. It's called um, the heavenly storybook. That's what I call it. It's a beautiful, beautiful storybook that's, that's playing above our heads uh, that, uh, that we have to learn how to read just like the wise men did. Anyway, so they got went one day's journey. Verse 33, in the second day, he said to them, return home to your tents. Why will you go? Perhaps you may die. They've been going. They've been running alongside this horse, okay, for a day. Perhaps you may die. Some of them went with him, and those that remained 
went with him six days journey. And Enoch said to them every day, return to your tents lest you die. You cannot keep running like this forever. But they were not willing to return. So they went on with him. And on the sixth day, some of the men remained and clung to him. And they said to him, we, we will go with you to the place where you go. As the Lord lives, death only will separate us. We're not leaving. You're, we're going to keep running alongside this horse until we get wherever you're going. Wherever you're going, that's where we're going. This is crazy. And they urged so much to go with him that he ceased speaking to them. And they went after him and would not return. And when the kings returned, they caused a census to be taken in order to know the number of remaining men that went with Enoch. And it was upon the seventh day that Enoch ascended into heaven in a whirlwind with horses and chariots of fire. Wow, how cool is that? And on the eighth day, 